Now entering Nerdist.com. Hi, this is Adam Beechin for the Nerdist Writers Panel, Comics Edition. Recently, co-host Heath Corson and I were guests of the Phoenix Comic Con. One of the panels we participated in was about uh, careers in animation. We were joined by voice actor Jason Spizak and writer, director, artist, man of all trades, Shannon Eric Denton. We talked about writing and the creative process, but we also talked about the more technical aspects of working in animation. All of it's pretty interesting, and we hope you'll like it. Here it is. Special thanks to Sean DeMumbrum and everybody at the Phoenix Comic Con for inviting us and letting us participate. But if you have questions about animation or working in animation or about any of us, just come on, line up at the microphone, and we'll be happy to talk to you. Let's do it. Let's do. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with the first basic. How'd you get into animation? Sure. How'd you get into animation? Yeah. Am I am I starting Question all the way up this? She yeah, she walked right up. You have something pressing. Something. Yeah. No, I can wait. I can't. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Go for it. We're here for you. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, all right, I'll start since I'm at the end and I have a microphone. Um, I ended. I was in Chicago doing theater, and one of my company adapted books to the stage that I uh, adapted and I directed. And one of the one of the plays that we did was off a comic book by Jill Thompson called Scary Godmother. And Jill was involved, and Jill actually did the adaptation with me and designed the show. So the costume and the sets looked like you were walking into her comic book, which was unbelievable. Um, And then they sent someone, the the company that owned the rights, which was at the time called Mainframe Entertainment, we all remember Mainframe, uh, they sent someone to come see the show. And then they pulled me aside. I didn't know they were there. They pulled me aside and they said, this show is better than both scripts we've already written for the animated holiday special. Would you write the adaptation for the holiday special? And so I said, yeah, I would love to. And they said, oh, and by the way, since we've already paid for two scripts, we're out of money. So we have almost no money to pay you. (laughs) But I still did it because I was in Chicago at the time. And I was like, this is a huge opportunity. So I did it with Jill. We adapted adapted the first book to – we adapted the show to the animation. And that they run it on Cartoon Network every year since 2003. It's called Scary Godmother's Halloween Spooktacular. And that was my very first official credit, and it was in animation. So from there, I, I went to L.A., and uh, that, was, that, was my, that was my first big thing. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. Um, when I moved to Los Angeles to be a writer, one of the writing samples I had was for a, uh, a show called The Tick. You might remember The Tick? Yes. yes. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and um, I was able to get meetings at animation studios fairly early on because they were more interested in looking at new talent, uh, uh, people that they hadn't met before or people who had just come in as unsolicited submissions or what have you. Translation, uh, cheap. Yeah, very cheap. <laughs> Does not cost much. <laughs> and so I went into the meeting, and they said, um, we loved this episode. We had no idea you had written this episode. And I, what? it wasn't an episode. It was a, just a script that I had – it was a sample. So I said – Thank you. <laughs> and um, they asked me if I wanted to write an episode of The Wild Thornberries, which was just starting up at that time. Uh, and I wrote an episode, and that led to being on staff the first two seasons of Thornberries and then over to Rocket Power. Great. Um, and that everything has come from that. So that's how I got in. Sweet. Um, uh, I, I won a contest. <laughs> Okay, that is so such a lie. I, I 
I'd always been able to do voices ever since I was a kid, way too close to the TV, watching Hanna-Barbera and Warner Brothers, you know, all that stuff. And I've always wanted to do voices. I moved to Los Angeles to do stand-up comedy and was not that great at it. But I had my made my own demo reel of a cartoon that I had written and done all the voices in. And nobody in L.A. thought it was at any good at all. It was just abysmal. I couldn't get a voiceover agent to save my life. And then I had a, a commercial agent at the time who had a voiceover department down the hall. And I was always sticking my head in the voiceover department when I would come into the commercial department and just, you know, do stupid voices like, hello, how are you guys? And it was just awful. I'm sure it was terrible. And, but I wouldn't give up. Eventually, they had a, a non-union audition for a show called Sightings, which was about UFOs and stuff that Paramount did. And since it was a non-union gig, none of their voiceover people wanted to touch it at the time. But they knew that I was crazy. And they were like, would you want to audition for this thing? I said, sure. I'm happy to do it. So they had me leave a voicemail on the casting directors. That my, my audition was a voicemail. <laughs> Come on. My, my audition was, call this, call this number, and when it picks up, just leave a voicemail. And that's your audition. So I called up, and they, they needed the voice of a young Hebrew kid who saw this, who saw this UFO up in the sky, and this Hebrew kid, and, you know, and so I was like, okay, I can do that. So I asked one of my Hebrew friends to talk for me. I listened to him for five minutes. I was like, good, I got it. I left the voicemail. A little bit later, they called me back and said, we want to book him. He left it on but Shabbos. It's, it's, I left it on Shabbos. Unfortunately, so. that's funny. Unfortunately... Uh, we don't know if we don't know if you can get him to do this, but he's obviously not from this country. And could you ask him to do a little bit less of an accent? And I was like, yes, which is true because you're from Neptune. That yeah. was it. Which obviously it's not this country, right? Right. So, so the note they, was less Jewy, right? Could you please? Could you, could you do me a favor? Could you just cut a little bit of the Jew out of that? Because if you don't, we're not going to be able to air it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Now do the Jewish so, accent. Yeah, yeah. now, now the, the Jewish accent. I, and I had that agent for all of a year. I didn't book any jobs. They let me go. I had a casting director. I was like, oh, no, now I don't have an agent. I didn't work for a whole year. I had another agent, um, another casting director say, I know you don't have an agent. Would you come in and read for this? I read for a few things. And I was always asking, hey, I need another agent. Do you know anybody? And Talent Group Incorporated uh, saw me on the advice of a casting director named Elaine Craig. And when I went into TGI, they liked, they liked my personality. They picked me up, and a week later, I was on Nickelodeon's Rocket Power. So the moral of the story is don't give up. There is no easy path. And if this is what you want to do, no one can tell you no, and you will fail and until you succeed. So there you go. Nice. Beat that. I, I can't. That's why I'm like, let's just move on. Uh, just start talking like this. People love that crap. Right? Uh, moved out to Los Angeles like everybody else. I moved out for comic books, though. It was when Image Comics got started, and I was an in-house artist at Image. Um, and then about six months in, we found out Fox Kids was up the street. So we, uh, this is back in the day where you could just walk in the lobby and say, we're here for jobs, and, uh, <laughs> which was exactly what we said. And uh, Gladys, to her credit, um, said, these dumb boys are so nice. I'm going to call the nice security guard to throw them out. Um, but 
a man who became my first boss and many times over boss was walking by and go, you knuckleheads, come here. And he pulled us aside. He said, let's see your portfolios. Really? Looked through our portfolios and went, all right, Gladys, if they start tomorrow, I'm going to lunch. And he walked off and we're like, we don't really actually live in Los Angeles. I live like an hour south of here. So, uh, uh, and the next day I was working on the uh, X-Men cartoon. So that was how I broke into Wow. You were Phoenix, right? Yeah. Marvel, <laughs> was Marvel Girl? That Marvel was Girl, that was yeah. me. That was you. Cool. Hi. Take your questions now. Okay. Please step up. Please rate your first question on a scale from one to... All right. Well, I'm actually going to school for 2D animation right now, and I'm, I'm kind of new to it, and I'm really nervous about how I'm going to be continuing it, because I don't know if I want to finish my associates and try going to local studios, or if I want to move on to a, a bigger school and work in 3D and then try for like the bigger animation studios. And it's just, I'm very nervous about trying to get out there. And what would be your advice out there for for me or people like me <laughs> being nervous is only natural when you're being doing creative work you're basically putting a piece of yourself out there for other people to see and that that's very anxiety provoking that can be very nerve-wracking um the only thing i can the only advice i can give you is while i'm not an artist visually as a voice actor you just have to get past that it's natural to be nervous let it motivate you and let it not stop you but keep putting yourself out there and all you shouldn't wait for any moment to that's the right moment to put yourself in front of people because you know if you're no good they probably will forget you right well, because you know that's just the way it's going to be but if you're good then you're hiding something from them that you know shouldn't be are you nervous about the money you're spending to get the degree whether anybody cares about the degree uh, are you naturally nervous? Uh, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of questions. It's more, it's more about like my my readiness for it. I'm just nervous about how ready you're I am. You're never going to be ready yeah. when they hire you for that first job. Yeah. You may think, I'm finally in. I look back at the guy who hired me, and I'm like, what was he thinking? He was drunk <laughs> yeah. at lunch. Oh, totally. I, I was so not ready for that He was gig. drunk, though. And, and then three years earlier when uh, I was trying to break into the business, and I thought, when I was trying to break into comics, and I thought I was ready. I wasn't wasn't ready so there are i was working on spider-man two weeks ago and went in to work on the show and uh you know for the first week i wasn't ready because i hadn't been working on that show for a while so it's it's always uh, a matter of you know having that confidence which kind of goes back to what you were talking about if you're going to go in and once you've been doing the job for a while but you're in that i'm not doing the job for a while stage so um uh, are you going to school out here no, I, I'm from Austin. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm from San Antonio. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, so are you, are you say 2D. Are you wanting to be a board person, a director, or a uh, character designer, prop guy? Well, I was kind of thinking about, like, uh, I can't think of it right now on the spot, but, like, concept art, concept art, or character design, that sort of thing, I'd be interested in. But animation period, I'm still new to, so I'm still exploring all those different areas and seeing what I like. And I'm not done with the degree yet, yeah. but I could kind of see as I go through, you know, what I like. There are so many jobs right now compared to what there used to be. Yeah, there's it's true. so much opportunity. I know, like, Austin is really growing in that area. Austin's too, so. got a great community yeah. stuff, too. I was working at a game company in Rhode Island a few years ago, and everybody moved to Austin after the game company closed down. So there's, you've got so much opportunity in your backyard that networking is the most important part. I mean, outside of having the talent, 
but <laughs> the the degree you'll get, I say get the degree if it's giving you that time to work on your craft. Mm-hmm. But nobody in 25 years of doing this has ever said, hey, where did you go to college? Right. Unless it's football season and I, that guy just happens to be another football fan, <laughs> which is like three people in all of animation that actually <laughs> like sports. So it's a very small conversation. But really, it's a conversation starter more than anything. You know, if you see an opportunity like, hey, I went to CalArts, this guy went to CalArts, this director, that's just a great way to open a conversation. But it's not necessarily they're going to go back and like, let's look at their permanent CalArts right. record and see how they did on the Photoshop. But we're going to pull your transcript. You'll just have to wait a second. That doesn't happen. They look at your portfolio. You get hired by your portfolio and by the recommendations people around. Right. Can I just jump in on that for a second? Yeah, sure. there, the, other, the other benefits of, of a school is that you can get to know the alumni network. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, start investigating who from your school is working in animation currently and try and talk to them about what you're I can endorse that. That's how I met Adam. I'm going to community college right now, but I was thinking about transferring to a university. I know there's one in Dallas that has a good animation program. Great. That's even more schools to pull from as far as as far as alums. I mean, you're you're, you're expanding your uh, alumni network. Dallas has real effects out there. I worked on Jimmy Neutron out there. There's a huge animation community in Dallas. And the second benefit is get to know your classmates because they're going to be your peers when you're working in the industry. And you're all going to be able to hire each other. So get to know them, collaborate with them now, figure out who you're really simpatico with, and stay in touch. Because even if you don't work right away, one of them might and bring you yeah, along. Exactly. And vice versa. You never know. Misery loves company. And this applies to right, the right... <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, wait. Take something from up here. You asked a question. You ask a question. Like you, a get, you get first choice. Start, start thinking about it. <laughs> She's like, wait, for all right. Do after this, we only have 712 things. <laughs> the egg pooper was that one over this there. This poops eggs. Yes. <laughs> the egg pooper is off the board. Yes. <laughs> first egg pooper gone. Uh, um, when I grow up, I want to be an animator, but I'm concerned of what college I should go to. And I'm, and I'm very fascinated with the anime and manga business. And um, I want to go into that business, but my friend Hope um, says you have to be Japanese or live in Japan to do it. And um, Maybe true. I don't know, but what's the best university to go to if you want to be an animator? Like, because... The reason why is because my, I have too many ideas I can't contain. And <laughs> That's a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, what are the good programs? Unfortunately, I don't know the answer to that question yeah. at all. Depends which avenue you want to go. Once again, you're, you're going into the, your, the alumni association. Uh, and it does, it's not a guarantee because I teach at CalArts a lot. I've taught at Otis in L.A. I've taught at the Art Institute. If somebody's really good and they're going to work hard and they're talented, they're going to, you know, um, you know, they're going to be able to take advantage of it because they have those opportunities. But they're, you know, if you're wanting to go into industrial design or design shoes for Nike or cars for Nissan, then that's, you know, then I recommend the Artists Institute. If you want to go into traditional animation and work at Cartoon Network, then I'm going to recommend Cal Arts. If you're wanting to go into video games, that field is so wide open. Uh, Full Sail down in uh, Florida recruits a lot of, there's a lot oh, yeah. of people that get recruited out of there. Um, the game company I, I was at recently was pulling almost everybody out of Full Sail. And it was because one of the guys used to be a professor at Full Sail. So he knew who to call over at Full Sail. And once again, it's that alumni thing. And say, hey, do you have any talented kids? Because we need some guys. We're a new company. We don't, we're not paying top dollar, but they were paying professional rates. It was just at the beginning end. So they're like, 
All right, let's let's get a whole lot of kids into the industry. So uh, it really just depends, like, what you want to do. I know people that go to uh, small schools in the middle of nowhere. Uh, that have a really great professor who used to do the job, and so they're getting access right. to that knowledge. So it, where you go to school d- shouldn't limit you at all. I mean, it's really – the professors can only give you so much. If you're a hardworking, motivated person, there's – you guys have the Internet. We did not have the Internet when we wanted to move to Los Angeles. The the there's this weird invention called the interwebs, man. It's going to blow your mind. We used to have to drive three states away to find a guy who we heard knew a guy right. who had a front porch without a shotgun situation <laughs> that we were willing to go up and knock, you know, and say, hey, could you tell me about breaking into this business? Get off my porch. Yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean, break into my house? Oh, yeah. business, business. I'm yeah. sorry. My bad. So that's, that's, those are some recommendations. And, and in terms of, of wanting to do something that someone tells you, oh, you can't do that from here, go back to what Jason said, which is don't, everyone's going to tell you no until somebody tells you yes. There's so many cartoons and animation that are inspired by all different things. You know, there's American stuff that's inspired by anime that you could work on. You could do your own that's inspired by that stuff. Dude, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Especially not hope. Yeah, not hope. Yeah. <laughs> you tell her well, she from us. And she wanted me to be a farmer until I should tell her, shut the hell up. I don't yeah. need this. And you know what? Like, you tell and Hope and we all said, shut the hell up. Well, now, yeah, that's right. Well, now, wait. Because if Hope gets a job in animation, you oh, want to well, have the contact. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you don't want to live you without also Hope. Go, you just look at her and go, your name is <laughs> Thanks, Hope. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? All right, good question. Come pick from the magic box of merchandise. Use your coupons for t-shirts. You can get a t-shirt, too. So, I have a few questions. Um, My first question is, I kind of want to be an amateur animator that, like, puts stuff up on YouTube, like animations for YouTubers or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Second, if I'm doing an action-based, but a lot of, like, um, feely moments in an anime, would you, what would I do? 2D or 3D animation? What can you do? Well, like, can you do both of them? I'm focusing on um, 2D right now. And do what you can do. Yeah. I would say do the best possible version of what it is you can do. And if it's okay. if it's going to be awesome in 2D, great. If it's going to be just all right in 3D, maybe you could t- try it and. Do something else. But, but also do what best serves the project. Yeah. yeah. What best serves what you feel is the mood of the project. Uh-huh. And also, you, you have a chance to put yourself out there on YouTube yeah. now. Like, there's, yeah. a, you know, all I was taking around as a tape to people when I was getting into the business. What's and then a CD. And then, you know, I had to hand <laughs> crank this crap. It's real to real. <laughs> yeah, I had to tape it Edgings. together. But, but now you have this wonderful platform, so you can work on it a lot. You can even let certain people see it and get their feedback before you let the entire world see yeah. it. You have all that flexibility, yeah. so just don't stop, just do. And you don't, you don't need permission. No. And make yeah. no mistake, well, places are, somebody else's characters. Are, are looking online for new talent all the time. Yeah. And like uh, YouTube and Vimeo and all these platforms are absolutely what they're looking for. Frederator? Yeah, Frederator. They're absolutely, except if you're in Ravenclaw. Then they're like, eh, we don't like <laughs> You're not in Ravenclaw. Oh, oh yeah. That's embarrassing. But technically, no I could be in Slytherin, too, so... Slytherin? Okay, good. All right. <laughs> wow. You'll be talking to Plenty of courage, yes. <laughs> but where to good put Good question. You. Come get something. Good luck. 
not Slytherin. All right. Well, the, Avengers assemble. Hi. Avengers assemble. Um, I have a question. If you want to work for like the um, like the high companies, like Pixar or something, um, what would you like? Do you what type of goals should you set to get to that? Um, to get to that like state, and what would you what would you say that your goals would be to get there? Good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What steps would you have to take? I can tell you right off. I'm not an animator. Right off the bat, all of these web, all of these companies want really talented people to come work for them, and on their websites, they all have what they would like you to do. So, get permission to go on the internet first, and then step one. And then you can go and check out their submissions policies, and they'll say, "We want to see this in your portfolio. We want to see so many life drawings." So go to the zoo and draw. I highly recommend that because the first thing that'll happen when you get your job is they're going to go, "Hey, you got to go draw that thing. You're really horrible at drawing." So it's good to not be horrible at anything. So the stuff you don't like drawing, that's the stuff you should be drawing the yeah. most of. Um, if you don't like drawing cars, draw lots of cars because they may go, well, we only have a job for animating these cars because we're doing a movie called Cars. And you've got that in your portfolio. That's a good thing. So that would be the first thing I would do is just go on. If there's a specific company you want to go work for, go see what it is that they want you to be A lot of them at. do internships as well. Uh, and, and good for you for being focused. Like, stay focused right? on it and yeah. keep telling everybody that's what you want to do. Yep. And keep moving towards it because eventually you will get there. Like, nothing is better than just that ambition and, yeah. and focus. Absolutely. You will gain momentum. Yeah. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. Come grab something. You want a t-shirt? Yeah. This is free comics on t-shirt. Very nice. Hi. Hi. That is an awesome costume. Hello. Thank you. It's from Sunset Overdrive. Oh, yeah. Um, So I have a couple questions. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. It's not... I'm not going to... I don't think you're going to get two prizes. Come in. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. Okay. um, So the first question is, um, what would be a good, like, state to move to for, like, the video game industry? A happy state. State of creativity. Yeah. State of enlightenment. (laughs) Like a, um, like Washington or New York or California. Industry. Yeah. I I would. I would only say be open to moving, not necessarily, uh, you know, if there's, if you, okay, if you have friends in any of the states you just threw out, that's always a good thing because, you know, if you've got a network, I moved to Orlando, Florida to break into comics because I thought I'd be breaking into TV there because I knew a guy there, drove all the way from the West Coast to Florida, ran into a buddy at a comic shop that said, hey, we're hiring an image, and then turned around and had to drive all the way back. So, it was a good drive, I was very tired that week, but... Without the drive, you never would have met it. It it all works out sometimes. So that's really important. But people in the gaming industry, it's not... You tend to work on project to project. So everybody I know that works in games has had to move from one state to another every couple of years. There's very rarely are you in the same place for very long. And if you want to stay in the game industry, you have to be willing to move. There's There are only a... Handful, and I say handful, and I don't. It's not even a full five companies where you're going to go and work for very long. Blizzard down in Southern California is one of them. Um, 
uh, Sony just shut down everything down in San Diego, and it had been there for 10 years, and that was an anomaly. That wasn't a normal thing to have. I'm going to go get a job and be here for 10 years. Austin Two, still has a lot going on. Yeah, and the nice thing about a place like Austin or like Washington is if you do get laid off at that job, and everybody gets laid off. That's something. Don't that just yeah. it's part you're of our actually business. perpetually laid off. The you're, other side is the anomaly when you're actually yeah. working. It's two kinds of jobs. It's true. Jobs you've lost and jobs you haven't lost yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. So that's, that's, you know, just pick a place that seems like it'd be a nice place for you to live or just apply everywhere, and then the first one that gets you in, that's where you go. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, what else? Um, second question second is question. what are good companies to start out with? Like, um, I'm still in high school, but after, you know, four years of wonderful college, um, where should I start, I should say? I would start before you graduate college. Yes. I would yeah. get an internship. Yeah. If you can. And I would say there's no really bad place. Right. I was going to say, if there's any company you could not see yourself working for, like, it, I don't know, for whatever reason, right. you didn't like something they did or there was a harassment thing or whatever, that you, other than that, all of them. Like, if you yeah. don't have one you have some aversion to for some reason, then teach everybody else is game. Then I'll teach you something. Yep. Okay. And then, um, so I'm... Um, I have an internship right now to be an environment artist for this one game company called cool. uh, Teeny Templist. And sure. funny story, I don't know how to do environments. So any uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do, but they, my more, my. Uh, Nobody for the Teeny company, company work is yeah. here right now, right? Yeah. You and I qualify um, for that same internship. <laughs> That's fantastic, and that's exactly it's. It's like what that other young girl said. Like it's absolutely the way your first gigs work is yeah. that you are thrown into the deep end of something and you do not know how to do it, and that's maybe better because you don't know what rules you're breaking. But it will also be a nice learning curve. You'll have to learn very quickly on the job. Certainly, don't tell anybody there you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. They'll figure it out sooner <laughs> or later. Right? But they'll either know. Or yeah. you'll end up hired. Just go. But that's that's great. And, and right after the convention, I want you to go on the internet and look up as much as you can yeah. before tomorrow morning. Stay at work. Start learning about it. Do you have any websites to suggest like for learning how to do less? There's this bizarre search engine called Google. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> There's you know, like some websites just know so much and they're not really... Okay. Uh, real, uh, the... the uh, for people that want to, it's a 2D, 3D company. 3D. Uh, Nomen. G-N-O-M-O-N. G-N uh, what? G-N. It's the worst spelling ever. I don't know what the guys were thinking when they started the school. There are some friends of mine. We used to be at another school that didn't pay you. They're like, we're going to start dude, our school. I can't get this domain name. It just doesn't. I know. Just type a bunch of letters. Could you know me? Just go up to the keyboard and go like this. They have DVDs. They have tutorials online. They have all kinds of stuff. You can go out to L.A. and take classes. It's everybody that works there is currently doing whatever they're talking about. So you're cool. learning from people that Smart. got off we're gonna, work. And then, we're going we're gonna to cut you off at oh. three just because we have so many other people yeah. that are in line behind. But afterwards, if you want to come up and ask us. Yeah, no, that's great. Good work. Hey there. Hello. Hello. Nice cosplay. Yeah, that. A lot awesome. of efforts. My goodness. Uh, so... Both of my parents have worked in the computer animation basically since it started, and they did mostly like advertisement and like sport animations for sports teams. So they did some like Suns and Diamondback stuff. But they have friends in like Hollywood, 
um, animation type businesses. What are their numbers? Yeah, you're all set. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but do you have a card? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Unfortunately. Um, or a hologram. Uh, would you like to come sit up here? No. <laughs> they no. They um, many of their friends have gotten laid off or whatever, so they have quite a cynical view of sort of the industry in general. And I just wanted to know what your take on that was. We agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> circle gets the square. It, it's not for everybody. I'll take it. You know, it's, uh, a lot of people get in and their parents had the job where they're like, I got a job. I retired. We're on vacation. This is not that kind of career. Like, there's, this is, this is. <laughs> Just the of concept fun. of that was so awesome, right? It was. Like, Man, I did this one show and I'm all done. All right. <laughs> I'm out of here. Gosh, for yeah, nice. He's right. I mean, it's, it, look, it's a, being a, a freelance creative is a sales job. So that means you're, you're, you're either doing a job or you're looking for a job. And that's it. You got two seasons in your life right. doing a job and looking for a job. And, and both can be great and both are awesome but it's certainly not fulfilling for everyone and if, if you're looking for security it can be disappointing sometimes because you don't get it a lot you know it, very rarely do you get any sort of sense of security and so that can be hard but look I'm not cynical about it I don't think these yeah, I know yeah. these guys pretty well they're yeah. not cynical about it I mean, there's I'm, a great community yeah, that, that loves what they do uh, also if you want security you could marry into an incredibly rich family right. I like, recommend like that I did. highly <laughs> I recommend that I didn't even think about that when I was younger right, boom smart yeah. I mean, solved everything. I'm always selling myself and I'm also working in animation so. <laughs> <laughs> Just let that how's window. business <laughs> Little short. Oh, ouch! Height joke. I was gonna say. Look, look. I'm I'm not horizontally challenged. I'm just vertically gifted. (laughs) Um, Does that help at all? Thank you very much. I I I think we all know a lot of people that are very cynical about what what they do when they're not working, and and it's always great when you are. So it's. It's very uh, binary. And it's good for you guys to hear that, too, because I think a lot of times when you go to schools, they're like, you know, you're going to go. Their job is to teach you and then go, good luck. You know, you're going to get jobs and everything. They don't tell you you're going to get a job. They're going to lose a job. And then you're going to get another job. You're going to lose that job. They whitewash it. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you wouldn't spend all that money to go to the school. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, it's it's really important to know that, like, hey, this is normal and this is okay. You know, you're going to be able to have a fun, fulfilling career of this, yeah. but it's a, it comes down to a personality type. Like, can right. you handle the fact that, like, oh, I, the show and, and when we say layoff, I mean, that's just how we approach it to make yeah. ourselves it's, a, it's the reality of it. But really, you know, you're on the show, season one ends and they're like, we'll see you again in six months. And you're like, I cannot not get paid for six months. I am heading over to DreamWorks right. to get paid over there. And then they call you back in six months, but you're over at DreamWorks and then DreamWorks wraps up and then you're over at Nickelodeon and then you're over somewhere else. Yeah. That's the reality of it. It's not that they don't want you back. It's just there's these time periods sometimes between point A and point B that if you are married and have a kid that yeah. you're like, I can't not feed three people for That will make months. you cynical. I can imagine it. Yeah. 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 And especially if you're thinking, you know, I'm good enough and I should be working. I worked before. I should work now. That sometimes has absolutely nothing to do with it. That doesn't make you any less good yeah. at your job. It just means that's the nature of this job. You're also fighting tremendously talented people. I mean, anytime I work, I know I had to beat out some incredibly amazing people and I'm just plain grateful for that. Period. Yeah. Cool. Come get something up here. Come and get some.
Hello. Hello. I'm going into my junior year of high school next year, and yeah. I'm a little discouraged by the seemingly lack of resources available. Mm. Yeah. And I just don't like when every time that I look something up on Google, I just keep feel like it leads me to like another dead end or something. Sure. And I feel like I have some potential to potentially like <laughs> sorry um, have like a career in this field, but like I just don't know where to start. And I feel like I should develop some skills like now, yeah. and I don't really want to wait. So, what do you guys think? Good what do you idea. want to do? Um, I am thinking animation, like 3D animation, or something of, like around the lines of video game design and stuff. Yeah. Man. Well, you can you can start by taking some classes with the computers that run those kinds of programs. Uh, certainly, I would think. Um, I'm just not a 3D animator, but yeah. my my gut feeling is that. There are so many small, independent games like being made almost all the time, everywhere, yeah. little stuff that it shouldn't be that hard to get at least to touch some of that. Even if it's just to be, I don't know, a tester, whatever. But then you're like, hey, by the way, I just thought I'd show you this thing I designed. It all kind of always works that way, that you just have to reach out and try to touch it. And unfortunately, I don't have an awesome website that I could just point to. Like, <laughs> Awesome. Now you do. Yeah, right? I can't even spell it. Werfnarp.com? Um, <laughs> my cat named this.com. But to your credit, I mean, the fact that you're motivated enough and aware enough to notice that puts you ahead of a lot of people. Because so many, if these jobs were just handed out left and right, everybody would be doing it because they're fun. Yeah. Um, they're not handed out. And we out make it look right. like everybody's doing it, but yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. been pushing for a long time. It Sometimes really is up it. to yeah. everybody in here, if this is really what you want to do, to go make it happen for yourself. You've got such an incredible tool with the Google uh, to where you can, just, you can just go online. With the Google. It, it may lead to a dead end, but then the next one may not. And so just keep plugging away and don't wait for somebody to teach you. Go out there and find the resources to make it happen because uh, you can do online tutorials now you can you can I had to, like I said I had to drive very far away to go make it happen uh, how many people like watching TV all right yeah. how many people like playing video games all right yeah. how many of you could give all of that up for three years like I did to get really good at my craft where I didn't go out on Friday nights in college I didn't watch TV. I still don't watch much TV because I can get a lot more of my own stuff. So you gotta have that drive of like, you know what? There's stuff I'm willing to give up, and you gotta figure out what that stuff is. And sometimes it's finances. Like I'm gonna invest four thousand dollars in myself to learn this program. Right. That's all the money I plan to save up to go do something fun or to have a cell phone. Do you need a cell phone? Do you need? You know, it's it's start thinking. But you're along investing those in lines. yourself. You which are. What right. else it's are you going to spend? Term money investment in That's, you because you want to ultimately do that because it's look like I don't spend because money on it, food. it fills you with joy those other <laughs> things are temporary pleasures but this is going to fill you with long term joy so yeah. right. thank you guys so much thank you hi hello okay so I just have like hi Sam <laughs> That was audience loves you. Yeah, please. <laughs> I just have two questions right okay. now. Okay. So I'm considering a career in wanting to do storyboard or probably writing for animation soon. I'm actually going to be starting at ASU later on, which I'm excited nice. for. Nice. Oh, great. And I have a question for you writers, you guys. How would you deal with problems like writer's block? Hmm. Like, that's a really hard thing. I can't think of an answer. Can you? No. <laughs> no. 
frequently I suffer from voice block and voice block. I'll tell you I'll tell you what I do. Like the best thing for me is to when I'm trying to crack a problem, you you go up against it like really hard. You're like I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. It always comes to you in the shower or washing dishes or like something when you're not trying to break it anymore. You are doing something else and that's when the idea comes to you. So I find that I need to sort of load in the background and go do something else. Right. And for me, I don't know about these guys, I, I have to have input. Like I have to fill the well. I want to go to the movies or I want to go to a museum or I want to go for a walk. I need to like get other things into my brain and then that inevitably gives me an answer because I go, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of that's a great idea. Oh wait, if I pull this, it can connect to this and then everything starts locking together. So for me, I sort of have to distract my brain and go, don't look over here, don't look over here, let's go do this. And then while I'm doing this, my brain goes, oh wait, I looked over here, now I have the answer. So that's a really lo-fi way to fit to do it for but me. It's good. It's okay. good. Uh, um, I'll give you the best piece of advice I got, which is uh, and this is like uh, an actual thing you can do. Um, go down to a newsstand if you know where one is, if there is still one in Arizona. What is this newsstand you're Exactly. And buy three magazines that you wouldn't normally buy. Uh, okay. Cat Fancy, Guns and Ammo, hey. Field and Stream, whatever. If you don't know, you, you might buy all of them. You, you may have subscriptions. <laughs> Those, for example. Yeah. Those may be your three favorite, and there's yeah. nothing wrong but with that. But three that you wouldn't normally buy. And don't worry about reading the articles. Just page through them quickly. Look at the ads. Look at the headlines of the articles and free associate. Write down anything that occurs to you. And it's going to read like gibberish the first time you go back and look at it, but it may spark something in you. So just free associate, and then after you're done, go back and look at that pad and see if any ideas occur. And you'll be surprised how many ideas you get out of that. Yeah, it's a great idea. It really helps. Or you can go to the public library, a.k.a. Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. That's true. Okay, so my next question is that for the writers again, and voice actor, how would you? Cre- I'm sorry. How would you create emotion in your writing, like such powerful, intense emotions? Like whenever you're dealing with like an intense scene, like how would you build up the emotion into that in order to create like a climax? Hmm. Well. It- it's all about character. If you care about the character, we're going to care about the scene. And if you, the character is going through emotional turmoil and we are on board for that character's journey, we're going to care. If Inevitably, if that is not firing, if that's not landing with people, then it's on the setup. Then the setup isn't strong enough that we have not clicked into that journey with that character. So if you're showing it to people and they're not getting that emotional response that you're looking for, you have to sort of go back and go, okay, my piece, my, my setup isn't adding up yet. Um, not knowing anything about your piece, that's, that's the best yeah. thing I could think of. But really, it's all about character. So if, we're, if we love that character and that character is going through emotional turmoil, we, we are there with them. It's relatable. It's sympathetic. Um, other yeah. thoughts? I was just going to say that nothing in your life happens in isolation. Mm-hmm. Like, as a human being, nothing that we go through day, day by day happens just by itself. And, and what he said is ex- I feel the exact same way. As an actor, I only get to have that emotional payoff when I truly understand all of the things that my character has gone through up to that moment. Okay. And so if I've really lived those, I've thought about those, I've owned all of that this moment is just a natural next piece in the puzzle. It's just the way that it evolves to happen. 
You don't have to push to make that happen. It just will if you own the rest of this. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. That's it. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Yeah, take that. Gladly. If I drink any more water. (laughs) Howdy. Hi there. How's it going? Hey, good. Yourself? So I have a Bachelor's of Arts in Animation and Design from the Art Institute of Phoenix. Oh, nice. And uh, I graduated in 2009. Excellent. Um, I've struggled with contract artwork and animation jobs throughout the valley and yes. uh, in various other places, online submissions and stuff. Sure. Um, and the thing I've struggled with both in, in getting into the game industry and animation industry was um, just the overwhelming feeling of just no one cares anymore. There's an abundance, there's an overflow of artists and designers out there so what it eventually happens, you just get jaded and you get burdened and the elephant grows to a mountain and suddenly you're carrying Kilimanjaro on your back. Yes. My challenge or my question to you is when you feel that sensation of overwhelming, just jadedness yeah. is Sure. <laughs> jadedness is yes. <laughs> Vocabulary. How do you, how do you, how do you re- re- withdraw, retract, and, and, and let yourself recuperate to the point where you feel like you can then climb Kilimanjaro and tackle the beast? It's a great question. Yeah, that's yeah. a great question. I, I'll go quick because it will have less to do with me. The, I try to do something as purely creative as possible. Right? Because all that has to do with the business aspect of it. It really has to do with the non-creative portions of it that you can't seem to control. And so whether and these days you can do your own project and still make it available for people. And so just as a quick example, like my shows went off the air. Green Lantern went off the air. So did Young Justice. So did Clone Wars, right? I went ahead and I made these little YouTube videos. Has anybody seen these? I don't know. Of the characters that I played in those shows doing little bits of epilogue or, you know, reading children's books or whatever, just as a purely creative exercise because I missed those characters and to purposefully not be jaded. Awesome. Thank you. I think Jason's right on. Create something for yourself. Uh, do something without worrying about who's going to see it or what it's going to bring you and do something that makes you happy. Draw something. Robert, create something that you want to do, that you want to see. And that passion that you have for that project likely will show and other people will notice and something good could come of it. If not, you've still done something for yourself and made yourself happy with the project you're working on. That yeah. will exist forever. This That's is right. one of the best times to go out and do something on your own, too. I mean, you can do a Kickstarter, you can do an Indiegogo, you can fund a project, you know, and you can set a specific, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this thing and I'm going to make it for me. And what you'll find out of that. Absolute best advice. Just pivot and do something because we've all felt that. You can only push push that boulder up the hill so, one project can only get pushed so far. So that's why all of us have, you have to have multiple projects. You have to have multiple irons in the fire and you can only push all of them up the hill like one inch a week. So at some point you go, all right, I got to, I got to put something back into my own control so you pivot and you go I'm going to make my own comic or I'm going to do a podcast or I'm going to do designs for a video game that doesn't exist yet because I love this idea whatever it is but but like Shannon said that passion reads and someone's going to go and and it could be the best work you've ever done because you're pick 
the thing that everyone goes, that will never sell. You will never do that. <laughs> right. And that's yeah. the thing that people are going to freak out about. Like I did that with, I did that with a, a script with a whole idea that was called Aim High. And everyone told me, do not do that. It's the worst idea. No one's going to buy this idea. It was about a high school hitman for the U.S. government. And everyone's like, anybody who would, they were like, anyone who would do a, 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 a school show is not going to want to do an assassination show. Anyone who would do an assassination show is not going to do a school show. But I was like, whatever. And I wrote it. And we, I sold it. And I made it for Warner Brothers in 2012. And I won an award for it. So it's like, that was my passion. And I knew this was a fun idea. And, and. I think that's all great advice. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Yeah. I appreciate Come on, it. Guys. Yeah, bro. Sure. Give up. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, so I have two questions. First one is if you are in the animation business, you will never, ever, ever, ever retire, ever, ever. <laughs> is, question is that a question? Mark? Question? Is that, mark? Just like, she's like, like that seems like a curse. Eyes. That seems a little like your curse that goes. <laughs> either that or she's <laughs> either that or she's just really sure. You know? Yeah. Um, is that like true or false? Uh, yeah. Uh, look, you could re- you, you can always get out. You can yeah. get out of anything. Yeah. You can always yeah. leave. Uh, I, I guess is the question, uh, do you make enough money to stay in it? Is there enough money to save? I mean, it kind of depends on who you are. I'll let you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a quick example. So let's say that I had done tons of voiceover work. I had a great career, very fulfilling, and I just kind of wanted to drop the business side of it. I would still go to the public library and read stories for kids with voices in them. Okay, so would that be me? <laughs> Stop. W- would that be me retired? I don't think I would ever leave my creativity behind. I just don't think I would. Would I leave the business behind? I don't know if I got to that point where I just didn't need it anymore. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, financially, I mean, it's the same as a guy that starts his own air conditioning repair business. That guy's responsible for setting a 401k plan for himself and putting money in the bank and saving it. And, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I know. I know. Yeah. No, hey, I'm so doing this. I, that's oh, a wrong. good point. Like, look, the freelancing is on you. You are the, the CEO of your own company so you're in charge of taking care of yourself and that means saving and that means investing and that means doing the smart thing and uh, those feel like very big grown up things to talk about but the truth (laughs) is like when you're a freelancer it is all on you like that is your job and you have to be responsible and that's hard and and it's not for and we are in guilds and unions there's the writers guild and the animation guild and we're yeah SAG I mean so depending on what any of us are working on or doing there are retirement programs and stuff that we're all part of and yeah. institutions so that's cool. that are set up so yeah, yeah. Thanks. cool Thanks. thank you yeah oh. i think that was the second question I, is there I, another question you know what i think we need to oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah let's get everybody in the line thank oh, hello. you hello um, hello again again um what animation programs do you guys use oh good question software uh 2d <laughs> and 3d like one for computers um, yeah photoshop yeah. Um, what program do you suggest for beginners? Like, wh- like I want to make this picture move. Um, what program do you suggest? Photoshop, because then you only have to memorize one thing, and then as you get jobs, then you can do other stuff. We we, we did an, uh, a Dragonlance movie that came back five minutes short. So the producer and I animated five minutes of footage. 
and we did it in Photoshop. That's that was amazing. the only program we knew. And we, you're like, well, it's one drawing after another drawing after another drawing. So let's just hurry up and get those drawings done. So and you flip down the layers and brrr, there are other programs, but if you got that one down, you can do anything. Like I'm on this constant chase for animation programs because um, I have a Mac and I tried to look because the best animation programs like that I found from internet animators. Um, we're on um, PC, and I got a Mac. And what are any things that you suggest for the Mac? Photoshop. 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 Get a PC. I was, I really want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the. All right. Thank Good you. question. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And Maya has a student edition. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. Maya and Blender. They're, they're, they're all just tools. So whatever is the one that you can get the cheapest, that you can learn the quickest. Start with that one. Hi there. Hello. Hi. Hi. That was basically my question. Uh, well, come and get something. Right. Right. Come get something. Is, um, is there any specific thing that's better for, like, 3D animation or... Maya. Maya, yeah. But unless you're getting a job at a Lightwave studio, and unless you're getting a job at a place that's got a proprietary software. So what? once again, it's all up here. The, the software is just a tool. If you ask me to do a drawing with a charcoal pencil or this kind of pencil, I can still do a drawing because I know how to draw. I may like one over the other. So whatever you can get access to that teaches you how to animate, that's the important part. The software, the studios change them every so often. I was yeah. working recently, and they're like, why are we having to use this new software? It's like, oh, because some software salesman talked the boss. Right. <laughs> now we all are going back to kindergarten. And I'm like, all right, Jeez. so we were doing it the old-fashioned way over here. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. And then we put it into this program. But at the end of the day, it's because we knew how to do the job. It's not because the software, you know, there's, you know. So anyway, just just whatever you can get access to, that's what you should be getting. And next. there's one more little curiosity. Okay. Yes. Have you ever like done like one small part of a drawing that took you like forever, and then the rest of the drawing like took you half that time? That happens every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it right. That's yeah. right. I spent a good 16 hours drawing just chainmail in Adobe Illustrator. If you want to get into animation now, uh, have your your little brother or something walk up and crumble it all up and go, that's wrong, do it again. And then that, then you'll be able to do the job. Because there is no drawing now that I ever do that I feel is precious. I used to, you know, when you're younger, you're like, I'll never be able to draw this again as good as I did. You will. You will. You'll get over that, and then you'll just be like, yeah, there you go, it's perfect, boom, perfect again. I'm so good, check this out. Here we go. I can, I can do this all day, boss. <laughs> Smell this perfection. Yeah. It's coming at you, yeah. left and right. <laughs> just keep drawing. That's the, that's the main thing. All right. Good no, question. I actually got a, uh, a question for Jason, and then I'm going to flip it for the rest of the guys. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Whoa. Crazy. In a wrestler voice, please. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been given some sort of an animation or a cartoon or anything like that, a series, that you have applied a voice yeah. that you yourself have thought deserved a different type of accent? Or however you come up with your voices. And then for the guys, have you ever drawn something and then had the voice applied to it and thought, that voice does not fit my character as I drew it? I'm going to be perfectly honest. And anytime somebody wants me to make a voice, I am just happy. Like, it, if they're like, that fits the character, great. And if somebody didn't like it or wanted me to change it, I'm like, I'll change it on the spot. Tell me what you want. Uh, for example, 
Uh, there was a show I was going in for for Disney that hasn't been produced yet, have something to do with lions, kings, things like that. And they wanted a... They wanted a... Um, they went, I don't even think it's going to get made, but they they wanted a villain, a bad guy. And the first um, bad guy was like a hyena, like higher up villain. The first thing they, they drew was really skinny, scrawny, like... Like you could tell, he was more like, I can't wait to get my hands on that lion cub. <laughs> Shut up, you fools! <laughs> you know, very intellectually bad. When I went in to do the callback, they had shown me a totally different piece of artwork, and he was this buff, brutish, bulldog-looking villain. And I was like... Okay, totally had something else prepared. <laughs> and they're like, the artwork has changed. And so in a second, you're like, I've got a better idea. How about we eat you for lunch? <laughs> you, you just change it. <laughs> Very well. Because if you're standing there in front of Disney people and you go, well, you know, that's not really what I had prepared. Yeah, I'm just not going to get the job. <laughs> that's right. But instead, if you just let your imagination go, like a kid, there's no wrong answer and you just go, that's what this is about. It's about being creative. So, so there you go. <laughs> and then for the artist, I'm like, have you ever actually seen your artwork finally have some sort of a voice that you felt that wasn't what I had in mind when I was drawing it? I don't watch cartoons. No, I'm joking. Um, uh, not really, because usually you've got the voice before you start. Uh, you know, so in in my case, I mean, I've had things where they had me put a cape on Spider-Man and then sent me down to Comic-Con to explain why I put a cape on Spider-Man. Wow. I didn't want to put a cape on Spider-Man, but at the end of the day, okay. even though we're all fans of stuff, this is a career, it's a job, and sometimes right. you have to go, oh, yeah, boss, I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, you still want me to do that? All right, he is going to have the best cape he has ever had. <laughs> yeah, that's the job part of it. So. Okay. So, um, I feel kind of embarrassing, embarrassed to ask this since there were already two people who were going to ask who asked something like this, but, okay. so, my school, because the, from the 6th through 12th grade, they get no field trips whatsoever. They do term projects at the end of the year, and they're kind of random. So, I did digital flipbook animation, and cool. we used Photoshop for that. Cool. However, my dad was not able to make it to the, uh showcase for all the term projects and he wanted to see it so I took it home on a flash drive and since we do not have Adobe Photoshop it wouldn't open right and so I was just wondering if you have any idea about any websites or anything that I should use to convert that into into a flipbook animation again because um, we tried doing that and it didn't work so do you have any ideas of how to do that or what tool to use in order to do that is it all just a series of PSDs that you saved uh, yes then you could just convert it into a PDF, and it's really, I use that for storyboarding, you just click through and it makes animation. Yeah, if you want to slow down the animation. Right, so he's like, action scene, and... Slow down. Yeah. Well, it's a really... I didn't do enough storyboard drawing, so I'm going to pretend so that I... I did that, but on top of that, it was already into Adobe Photoshop, yeah. and um, I wasn't able to get the originals because for some odd reason, one of my two partners, the idiotic teen boy, who really, when I say idiotic, I, I do not mean to be any teenage boys in here. Oh, there are no idiot teen boys in this room. Don't you worry about that. 
We didn't let him in. I, I did not. Except for me. I, just, I don't mean to be insulting. It's just this guy was really stupid. Take the flash drive over to Staples. Is his name have Hope? Photoshop, and you. <laughs> very anti-hope Honestly, I feel kind of bad because everybody calls him E.T. since his initials are E.T. But honestly, that movie is way too be, way too good to be have him. Wow. Name. wow. She's staring right. at me like, please do a voice now. We're witnessing the beginning of a supervillain here, so let's not pile on this poor kid. I was just wondering, what should I do with that so that I don't mess it up, and what can I use to... Yeah, I was going to take, take it to Kinko's or Staples. They have uh, computers you can, in Photoshop there. You can just pay like the $5 an hour or whatever, and you can sit there and convert it. Right. Yep. Thank you. Good question. We're going to leave, leave these last four left. questions. Make sure to limit it to one, okay? <laughs> last four. You want something? Only fun question. You don't have yeah. to. So as a graduate with a Bachelor of Arts in video game design, one of the difficulties I faced was finding a job that didn't have the requirement of three to five years of experience in the industry. So this can actually apply to all of you who have seen new people come in. How have you seen them overcome that, oh, I don't have the three to five years of experience, but here's my portfolio, please? Mm. Uh, going to shows like this, A, where you have access directly to the person doing the hiring, and there's lots of game conventions, uh, which could get you into doing animation for games, and then if you don't want to be a game person, then you can use that portfolio to get out of games and get into traditional animation, whether that's traditional 3D animation or... Also, back to internships. Internships. Uh, if you're there, <laughs> you're yeah. on their mind. They know that yeah. you're there. They can see the work you're doing every day. I, I think that's good. Be, be willing to do anything. If They're not going to let you work on a game, but you can work on an interstitial, or you can work on a design, or you can work on one little thing. Like, when I started, I was like, I'll do, uh, I'll do commercials. I'll do the ad. I'll do anything. I don't care. Just give me a shot at doing something, and then I'll work my way up. I don't, I don't care what it is. Just... Let me be around. Team up with the other guy that had the Bachelor of Arts. Yeah, and, uh, right, You guys right. do some crowdfunding guys, and actually make a short film that. together. Do something. The, the, three, the three to five years they put on there is to discourage people from applying. Right. It's there's They're not going, man, this guy's got 2.5, but he's so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just had another month. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're really just putting that on there to, to let you know they would prefer somebody that knows what they're doing. But they don't have time to train you. That's right. basically what yeah. that means. So if you know what you're doing, you've just got to be able to get your stuff. And the way to get your stuff seen is to have other people see your stuff, talk about your stuff. Mm-hmm. So whether that's crowdfunding and doing your own film, going to these shows, I mean, there's, there's so many ways around that. Cool. Thank you. Good question. All right. Last three. Here we go. Final three. Hello. 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 Um, I am interested in designing creatures. Cool. In animation and games or what have you, designing mythological creatures. And I'm wondering, would I have to go down the same route as someone who wants to do uh, character development, or would I choose a specific field? In other words, would I take any animation? design job handed to me or would I take a specific one because I'm worried if I take just any I might end up in a place that's totally far from what I want to do right take any take any take any get in um there's the two career paths you're trying to get the job to be known as the monster designer for the video game companies 
that's a very you've narrowed your niche very small and then there's uh people who go out and become they do book covers and they're famous artists that everybody knows uh, charles lee uh, i'm blanking on his name the guy who did all the artwork for uh the tolkien movies okay he was just happy doing book covers and uh peter jackson's like oh this guy does cool stuff dude now he's in the movie business oh and because he was famous for doing a certain thing bob eagleton who is uh, an amazing godzilla artist the dude just loves painting godzilla <laughs> nobody asked him to he just painted him over and over again and finally next thing you know toho is going will you paint godzilla for us then he's an official godzilla artist okay. we did the jimmy neutron movie we had a character that was like godzilla and they're like we should get bob to come in and design That's the monster great. for the movie because he's awesome. the godzilla guy so there's there's always workarounds okay. but you know, if you've got somebody wanting to hire you right now, I would take the job because jobs okay. are nice. I, I don't now, but I will. And and do and do the, the, the other stuff on your spare time and keep doing it and show yeah. people. Yeah. Like, okay. hey, I'm doing props now, but here's what I love. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are plenty of people I work with that were just deviant art artists years yeah. ago that are now art directors yeah. at Warner Brothers and DreamWorks oh, and cool. other places I work with. So, you know, cool. just how it other artists see it and they're like, that dude's cool. I like that stuff. She's great. We should hire her. Bring her in. Sure. You know? Yeah. All awesome. right. Good oh, question. Thank you. Come grab something. We have three things left. You got one. It's embarrassing. I've whipped myself twice. I know, right? If you're lucky, Todd McFarlane will sign it. So my question is about whenever I animate, it's like super choppy. Even when I make the movements like really small from like screen to screen. How do you fix that? Because take the computer and you just whack Whack it (laughs) with Photoshop. (laughs) Photoshop box. Right now I'm using SIA Paint and um, a Microsoft Movie Maker system, but whenever I animate, it's, like, really choppy and it's frustrating. Are you animating on twos or fours? I mean, there's so... This is such a... This could be... We could be here for hours. So... (laughs) Is there an IT question? Yeah, my advice would be... you know, without having seen it, find somebody that knows what they're doing and show them the very specific problem you're having because it could be two softwares not being compatible. It could be that you need to do more drawings in between the drawings that you have. It could be you have too many drawings in between the drawings you have and you're not getting the effect you want. Uh, sometimes for comedy, it's better to have bum bum than it is to have all fluid, smooth motion. Um, anime works awesome because they do a two really great drawings and they'll slide them slowly and it gives a mood uh, and you know it's a totally different way than what traditional animation used to do but we're seeing more and more when I worked on Teen Titans we were borrowing a lot of stuff from Japanese from Fuli Cooley specifically so um, I, I can't there is no right answer for that one other than you've got to find somebody and show them the little segment that you, yeah. you're having a problem with it's a better answer than me I was going to say yeah. have you tried turning the project off and then turning it back on <laughs> And that could be it I was going to say, gonna be my like, do you go. have a peanut butter and Man, jelly stuck in your CD-ROM? Like, I got nothing for you. And the breakfast club. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Come get one of these yep. two things. Last question, no pressure. What's up? What's up? All right. <laughs> okay, so this is more of a question of curiosity from your point of view. As far as adapting a comic into an animation or vice versa, oh. I've heard that... Uh, for animation, it's better to have a simpler look, um, not so detailed, as it is as opposed to a dedicated comic. My question is, what is your view from translating one to the other? Hmm. Well, 
I can't speak from a design point of view, but working with the guys at Warner Brothers adapting like Justice League War or Throne of Atlantis, I know that Phil Bussara is interested, the character designer, is interested in capturing the essence of these characters, but still making something simple enough to be able to replicate. Uh, things that are really ultra detailed become problems down the road because they become very, very expensive. If that's not an issue for you and your project, go for it. But with the budgets, I mean, it's still a business on that end that I'm talking about. So with their budget, it becomes very important that they boil down the characters to the simplest amount of lines that still make it iconic. So it's not the best answer, but it's really sort of goes with what whatever your budget is and what, what you can do. Would I like it to be as detailed as like an Alex Ross Kingdom Come painting? Absolutely. That would be rad. But that's a $100 million budget, and that's not what we have. Per frame. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. All right. I have nothing to author. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. Yeah, take that. Let's go ahead and give them take one more that. round of applause here. Thank you so much again oh, for joining yeah. us. Don't hesitate to go. Now leaving Nerdist.com.